Alright, yes, welcome back to Talkin' Taker, uh, the podcast exploring, digging up the career of the dead man, one pay-per-view match at a time. My name is Alex Dorio, alongside my tag team partner, Travis White. How you doing there, buddy? I'm doing great. We're recording this a little bit early, and uh, Bulldogs just got their first win tonight, so I'm very happy. Oh, so, it feels dogs. late to me. I don't know about early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm good, man. How are you doing? No, I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're knocking these out uh, one match at a time, uh, backlogging a few of them, so if something crazy happened in the in the world of professional wrestling, or just in the world in general, if, uh, if North Korea blows us up sometime between now and when this airs... Uh, I have to edit something in here and yes, I'm gonna have to make some edits. Let's talk weeks. about we'll it. But uh, who knows? Yeah, I'm sure nothing like nothing crazy ever happens. No, <laughs> nothing weird ever happens. Uh, you know that back then they used to tape all their TV shows like three months in advance. So sure, that's pretty much what we're doing here. Yeah, we're just fitting in with the times. You know, it's 1992. You know, and, and we're on our timeline, so. Once, right. we get up to, uh, once we get up to 2014, we'll just start streaming these live on the uh, Talk and Tagger Network. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a plan. Over the top network, you guys can just join for 9.99 a month. 9.99 <laughs> a day. A day. I mean, yeah. But seriously, thanks for everybody for listening, though. We do appreciate it. We're we do having appreciate lots it. of fun doing this. Seems like people are having fun listening to it. So again, we're just a couple of marks uh, having fun. Exactly. And speaking of having fun. <laughs> Here we go. Survivor Series 1992. <laughs> uh, hey, another reason why we're knocking these out. We're going ahead and getting through the, the one-two punch of Kamala matches in the Undertaker's career, knocking them out so we never have to go back there again. Uh, but you know, 1992, I, I do kind of love 1992. It's one of my favorite years in professional wrestling. I think we're not getting the best picture of it with the, sure. the few matches that we've watched but looking at some of these pay-per-views man you've got the world rumble 92 you've got uh flair and savage at wrestlemania bret hart and roddy piper at wrestlemania bret hart and bulldog at SummerSlam. uh you got a, the uh flair and uh ramon against perfect and, and macho man at this survivor series there's just some great storytelling some great matches Oh, Michaels is coming to his own as a single star. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I love 1992 WWF. Um, just maybe not these particular matches. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. It's telling the story. And like you mentioned in the last podcast, it's kind of a, uh, at this point in Undertaker's career, he is defeating the monster of the week, you know, um, basically. And this happens to be the same monster <laughs> um, that he, def- well, that he did not defeat. It was DQ at uh, SummerSlam, but here we are back at Survivor Series on Thanksgiving Eve once again, mm-hmm. November 25th, 1992. Um, and this is the first ever coffin match. First ever coffin match. Not a casket match. No, coffin not a match. casket match. Uh, and we'll get to the difference between those once we get into <laughs> into the match itself. You, you asked me about it on the last episode, and I will, I will point it out to you. Uh, and, and to all the listeners at home, in case you're wondering, but this Survivor Series, there's there's only one traditional Survivor Series matchup on, on this whole pay per view. A lot of singles matches and uh, and one 
or a couple just tag matches, but yeah, not a lot of depth on the roster right now, I guess, at this period in 1992, because we've got um, a nightstick on a pole match with Big yes, Boss Man and Nails. Yes, right. So. Yeah. He wasn't even there yet. No, can't blame him for this one. Nope. You've got Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in their first big oh, yes. singles match in the main event. And we have this match, so kind of a weird, uh, weird Survivor Series card, and the first time we see it drifting away from the quote-unquote traditional Survivor Series matches. Right. Which uh, just the year prior to this was, I mean, '91 was the first time they'd ever had a World Heavyweight Championship match on it, and now they're kind of abandoning the whole premise of it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird. Which you know, Survivor Series has always been weird like that. They go back and forth. Mm-hmm. One year they'll have five Survivor Series matches and the next year they'll have uh, you know like in 98 they just had a tournament the whole night to fill a vacant title so right. you know Survivor Series is always a mix but you never know what you're going to get it's like box chocolates <laughs> that's part of why it probably doesn't have the same cachet as the Royal Rumble does because can you imagine if they just didn't do the Royal Rumble one oh year <laughs> but they just called it the Royal Rumble still yeah 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 Shh. That yeah, makes sense. Um, so this match, like you said, the first ever coffin match. Uh, I believe this was something that Dusty Rhodes came up with way back uh, in, in like 1980 or something. He had the very first one, and whoever came up with the idea to to give it to the Undertaker was was a genius right there. Just perfect fit to oh, yeah. do this kind of match with him. And Surprised it hadn't shown up earlier, honestly. He's had the body bag matches, you know, and so this was just the next evolution in that, so I guess. So. Yeah, it, it, like, yeah, the body bag match and this, it just goes further in really distinguishing him as a very unique, uh, very special character to have these very specialized, uh, unique matches. So uh, we get a recap here of, uh, of the feud so far. Right. Yeah, courtesy of Coliseum Video. Right, man, those were great. Coliseum Video. Um, Grew up yeah, on Coliseum Video, caps. man. <laughs> yeah, I wish they'd come back. Um, I'd buy them. I mean, I don't care. I don't know why there's not a section on the on the network just with. Uh, I don't understand that either. Coliseum you know? Video Classics. Yeah, because they had like little um, exclusives and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like we get W.com exclusive now, but that's not as cool as the Coliseum exclusive. No. Like the first ever ladder match, right? Was, right. Uh, Bret Hart and uh, John Michaels. Shawn Michaels, and, uh, yeah. That's on Coliseum Video. If you never knew that, you'd have thought that um, John and Razor had the first one. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, Coliseum Video recap of SummerSlam, and then it shows Dota Superstars three weeks later, and uh, Paul Bear rolls a coffin down to the ring just in the middle of a match, I guess, or and Kamala's out there, and he just freaks out. You know, you mentioned that in the last podcast, that he's he's in this character, and he's, he's scared of, I guess everything he's, he's very uncultured <laughs> uh he's uh he freaks out and two weeks later out, out in wrestling challenge uh, same thing there's a coffin out there and um he freaks out again and uh kind of runs away and then there's a uh, i don't i didn't i couldn't tell if this was from the same wrestling challenge or if this was actually the night of uh survivor series but it has paul bear in the back doing a promo it looks like undertaker is sharpening like a giant steak or something but i was like <laughs> Oh, uh, he's gonna kill this guy! <laughs> but um, then it turns out it's just part of the coffin. Yeah, he's building really the coffin. Promo. Yeah, it's a really neat promo. Um, I mean, it's it's hokey, but it fits 
you know, nowadays it's hokey, but it, it fits, you know, in the times and it fit with the characters and uh, Undertaker is building this coffin, you know, to put Kamala in. So he had the cool. uh, the blueprints of it with like a drawing of Kamala in the blueprints inside the coffin. It's he so specific. The blueprint. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's <laughs> so custom made. That's nice of them. Yeah, yeah. custom made. You know, how, it, how thoughtful and painted well, not, on the top with the yeah, moon and the stars. It's got his, yeah, them stars and the moon like his paint and um. And, but uh, during this promo, Undertaker, you know, looks at the camera and says, Kamala, you will not survive Survivor Series. Kamala, rest in peace. Up to here, I don't believe he said that on camera on pay-per-view at this point but i'm sure he has on you know some of the the you know wrestling challenge or superstars and stuff but mm-hmm. he is the first time makes an appearance on on a pay-per-view here is when he does the good old you know rest in peace and pretty cool pretty yeah. noteworthy in my opinion so yeah pretty neat to see that legendary catchphrase uh finally get unveiled um do you you ever met anyone that's afraid of caskets um, I don't think so. It happens I mean, a lot maybe in the wrestling. Body in the casket, you don't want to go to see an open casket, you know. But like, I've never seen someone who just has like casketitis or yeah. whatever. I've never it's been to a funeral where someone's rolling the casket out and someone like gets up and and runs away <laughs> out of the funeral. But a lot of wrestlers seem to be really afraid of it. Oh yeah, I mean, we talked about genetics the other day about the eye roll. There's something about wrestlers and have the genes that yeah, they're just terrified of fire and. Um, and caskets and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. And heights. A lot of wrestlers are afraid oh, of heights. Oh, very, yeah. A lot of wrestlers are afraid of heights. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, there's some great uh, Paul Bearer cosplay going on oh, in the crowd. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It cracks, it cracks Vince McMahon up. Too. <laughs> it does. Vince starts laughing audibly on the commentary. You know, oh, fan dressed up like Paul Bearer. And the dude got an urn, too. Yes. It's so good. Committed, He's got his man. own urn. Uh, that's a true fan right there. I love that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but just like at SummerSlam, Whippleman's out again. He announces Kamala and Kimchi. He doesn't have a. He doesn't say anything uh, on PC here. I don't believe like he did at yeah. SummerSlam. <laughs> Thank God. But maybe he got chastised uh, about that. I don't know. <laughs> he may have. Well, of course, it was twenty-five years ago. They probably didn't care. So. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> so. Anyway, but again, same spiel. And then, uh, man, I love that guy in the crowd that looks like Paul Bear. <laughs> He's so great. Um, and then, again, just like we've been mentioning, ever since his face turn, the first gong hits, and the crowd is just lights up, man. Yep. So. And the real Paul Bearer rolls out the coffin. This is a great visual. And it is. Paul Bear is making great facials uh, as well. Him, him and Kamala, they're... Uh, facial reactions are just <laughs> rivaling each other. I don't know who's got better ones, but they're both. <laughs> but you, if you want to study how to have a great facial reaction in wrestling, those are two people to just study right there because they're, oh, they're yeah. really selling everything and just killing well, it. Because they sell it so the person in the top row can see it too. You know, yes. it's really animated and over the top, which is good. Because, yes. You know, for TV, you don't need that, but when you're playing to a live crowd, you need that. So, but like you said, the way they shot this, the, this is the production of it. It's a really cool visual seeing, you know, the huge t- coffin come out and Undertaker is just, you know, casually walking behind it doing his little Undertaker walk. And 
Uh, he didn't, <laughs> Bobby Heenan says, that's not a coffin, that's a caboose. <laughs> this is so big. <laughs> he, he had some other good lines, too. He said, yeah. uh, he said, all the women in this town look like Paul Bear. <laughs> and he also, uh, he explained why Kamala, even though he's afraid of coffins, would take this match. Well, if Kamala ever prepared himself for a match, if Kim Chi and Whitman ever got ahead of him to get him ready, you better have him ready tonight. I don't understand. I don't understand why they would sign for a matchup like this, knowing full well that the Ugandan giant, the mighty Kamala, is really concerned about the matchup. He's afraid of coffins in general. And certainly, after the matchup at SummerSlam, almost deathly, if you would, afraid of the Undertaker. I'll be the broadcast journalist. I talked to Dr. Harvey Whippleman. And he said he's not afraid of it. And the reason they signed for this match, money. And to prove to the people, the Ugandan giant has no fear of this man. Makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. why he would take it. That was, yeah, I thought that was good on his part to cover that. Because honestly, it really doesn't make any sense. No, so, no. Yeah, that was good of them. Did you notice some kids, like, literally reaching through, like, out over the uh, guardrails to try to touch Undertaker? It was the first time I've seen that. Oh, okay. Literally reaching out to like pat him on the back and touch him and stuff. Because you know, the you know every other podcast we've done, they're pretty much we say the kids are scared. Yeah. At this point, they're starting to get you know unscared. I guess they're actually reaching out to pat him on the back and showing. I think the the walkway was a little narrow, so yeah. I don't know if any of them got him. Obviously, he's not going to give him a high five. <laughs> that would completely ruin the mystique there. Um, no, that's you know, cool. He I didn't notice do that, that in 2017. So yeah. Um, yeah, stays true to that character, but I just noticed that um, that he they, he had some some big fans, you know. In addition to the cosplayers, he had kids reaching out to touch him, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it just goes to show you how it's it's changed over these uh, two years so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not anything special again during the match itself. Pretty much a a replay of of the last match. I mean, anything yeah. jump out to you about the the in ring performance yet again? Um, no. I, just take her kind of he's straight on offense and Kamala's mm-hmm. kind of running away and there's some throat shots he does another you know old what we call old school and short arm clothesline and choke and uh but I did one thing I did notice um is that even though he's a he's a face the referee's counting as his choke and and Undertaker gets up and he doesn't angrily get in the ref's face but he kind of walked towards him to intimidate him and the ref backs away which mm. again yeah. not a typical face move but when you're the Undertaker and you're not a you know rah-rah baby face it's still cool to see him you know still have again we mentioned he hasn't really changed right his, his ways the crowd has changed you know, to love him so i thought that was a neat um he hasn't abandoned that you know because because he used to do that from the beginning and so i thought that was really neat that he hasn't given that up either at this point so kind of reminds you cool. of uh stone cold steve austin how yeah, exactly. he really didn't change anything about himself just uh <laughs> Uh, the crowd changed, and, and exactly, and, and he kept doing the same thing. And, and if he would have changed what he was doing, the crowd wouldn't have been into it. You know, that's no, a, that's exactly. a mistake a lot of guys make. Uh, and maybe it's not them. Maybe it's the company telling them they need to change stuff when they turn from heel to face or whatever. But that's what uh, that's what makes people cheer for them in the first place. And when you change yeah. it up, then they don't want to cheer for them anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't abandon any of that. But yeah, not a really, not a five star match, not a, not no. a two star match either. Probably, it um, feels like a uh, untrained savage against a zombie. It does. <laughs> That's yeah. what the match feels. It doesn't feel like a 
a wrestling match. Feels like these two, like you said last time, comic book characters. Yeah. Uh, fighting against each other. Like. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, stairs. He, he gets whipped. Tucker gets whipped into the stairs, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets some chair chair shots as well. I guess this is no DQ since it's a coffin match. Right. So, um, but he goes down on one knee and gets power from the urn again. And uh, I did. Did you notice that um, when he got he gets body slammed, I think it's three times in a row. Most of the time, if you notice the wrestler, they're gonna they brace their arm on the, the thigh of the guy who's body slamming them. Um, and that's I remember when we did some backyard wrestling, they noticed <laughs> that too uh, for a couple of days. But anyway, um, you, and if you watch, you know, Raw or SmackDown, you'll see them. They'll brace their, but he doesn't. Undertaker lets his arms just drop. Mm. What I thought was kind of, I don't know if that's it's it's got to be intentional at this point. I feel like he's in he's in all facets of his character, so. He doesn't you know, brace himself, which probably was a little more dead weight for Kamala, honestly. But he just lets his arms flop to the side and looks kind of like a zombie, you know? No, I didn't but notice I, that. I, I, but... If you go back and watch it, you'll see that. But he does it. He, he gets body slammed three times in a row. And then Kamala does three body splashes. Yep. So Once again. He doesn't do him from the, the – doesn't change his uh, his uh, height, his, his, you know, <laughs> his altitude each time. But he does three in a row. Um, if he would have done that, he might have won the match. He know. probably would have, yeah. Because apparently, there are pitfalls in this match. Apparently. <laughs> so, uh, the urn gets tossed into the ring. Kimchi uh, trips Paul Bearer, and the urn <laughs> flies into the I ring. Mean, Paul Bearer goes heels over head. Yeah. <laughs> I never said head over heels. My head is already over my heels. It's heels over head, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Taker... Ends up whacking Kamala with the urn and, like you said, pins him. So I think that's the difference between a coffin match and a casket match is apparently <laughs> you have to pin the person before you roll them into the coffin. And then the second difference would be that uh, instead of slamming the lid shut like you do in a casket, you have to <laughs> nail the lid on top of the coffin. So there's your differences, I guess, between a coffin match and a casket match, and why we've never had another coffin match and only had right. casket matches since then. Although it was a great visual, and again, Paul Bearer is pulling each nail out one by one oh, and, yes. and and raising them above his head before he hands very, them to the Undertaker. Yeah. Very theatrical. Again, so the person in the last row can see that he has a yes. nail in his hand. Did you notice what the hammer says on it? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it said uh, R.I.P. Yes, sir. <laughs> Customized hammer. Customized. That was nice of them. Oh, but man. yeah, Undertaker hammers the nails in, and he's a he's a good hammer. So oh, yeah, and then slamming them in there. He, he doesn't just uh, wheel him up the up the the rampway. He gets back in the ring mm-hmm. and does the old one knee classic pose as as Paul Bear uh, takes the coffin up the ramp. So, and then. I mean, Vincent Mann is on fire with the puns here. I didn't write them all down, but he just he's just letting them loose. Oh, wow. The Undertaker driving the nails into the coffin literally here. Come on, Slaughter, do something. Come on, Tony. Do something. This isn't, this isn't fair. Kamala being sealed. His fate sealed here by The Undertaker. Uh, There's too many to count, but he's just letting all these, you know, this is his last ride and rest in peace. And just... So, I don't know. He had so many oh, yeah. puns here. He had a huge yeah, list so. of them. Yeah, I wonder if he had them written down. I'm sure he did. <laughs> written down for him. But anyway, it was, uh, yeah. Again, this match is, I think, five minutes and 27 seconds. So, it's two minutes longer than uh, their SummerSlam match. But, um, you know, 
at this point, he's defeated this beast uh, of Harvey Whippleman's, and um, he's not done with Harvey Whippleman. No, unfortunately yeah. not. <laughs> unfortunately not. Got to him for the next year. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but he's defeated, you know, the one. So um, I guess it's like Mortal Kombat. You got to go through all of them to get to the the final, uh, you know, boss or something. So uh, he's defeated this one, the mini boss, at this point. So first level. Yes, first level's done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I did. <laughs> do you remember playing the uh, the casket match on SmackDown, SmackDown Two? I think it was. Uh- or yes. SmackDown one or two, I don't remember which one it was, but you would like pick it up and throw it into the ring and then whip people into <laughs> yeah. it into the ring. Yes, it yeah, was awesome. Yeah, that's what so I wanted cool. to remind you of. Uh, I'll never forget that. It was great. <laughs> you could just toss the casket around. Yeah, like it was a piece of paper or something. <laughs> you just pick it up. <laughs> because it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, well, that's because there was no custom made caboose like Undertaker has here. So. Yeah, it wasn't custom built. <laughs> um, we haven't had a casket match in a while have we? In... I don't think so um, I think Kane might have had one or two uh, but and then you know Undertaker had a good number of them he had a, a lot of signature gimmick matches he does, uh, yeah. yeah you got this and the body bag buried alive um, I mean Hell in a Cell begins as his kind yep of... <clears throat> yep He's kind of the master of them at first, so or featured in them more, you know. So yeah, he's and again that just goes to the um, as we talk about, you know, we're talking about he's probably Vince McMahon's greatest creation, you know, character wise, and Vince puts lots of <clears throat> a lot of thought into it because even though he's here beating Kamala, he's he's got a signature match, you know, it's a coffin match which eventually will become the casket match, and one of you know as we mentioned five or six of his own signature types of matches, so. Pretty cool, you know. He's still a big deal, even though he's, you know, kind of down on the card a little bit more. His matches are still a featured match, you know. Right. And this sort of stuff, these different things, I think, as a kid, to me, it just jumped off the screen to me, having that different gimmick match thing, um, which you just don't see so much of anymore. I mean, we get ladder matches, which are awesome, and, you know, the Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, but... This sort of stuff, I don't know, man. As a kid, I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I remember <clears throat> doing casket matches with my action figures, and I would use one of those clamshell VHS boxes. Uh, th- that was the casket <laughs> yeah. that I used before I actually got a... I eventually had a casket from some action figure pack or something uh, with purple lining inside there. Oh, but, yes. Um, they had purple lining in this one. It, was, it wasn't just a box. This coffin had purple lining inside. It was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So, Looks comfortable. The wooden box. It was nice. <laughs> so, we've got another casket match coming up soon, don't we? Um, oh, yes. Is that Roll 94? Oh, yes. That's going to be a fun one to cover. That will be, yes. So The double um, wide, double deep casket. Yeah. If this was a caboose, then that's like a double caboose or something. I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Undertaker's, uh, this is his, you know, his next pay-per-view will be that we'll cover will be Wrestlemania. Wrestlemania uh, 9 uh, against nine. the infamous <laughs> Giant Gonzalez. And... Yes, and we'll, we're going to briefly touch before that just on Royal Rumble. Again, we're not going through all the Royal Rumbles, except for probably the one he wins. But um, we'll briefly mention, you know, some stuff that transpires at Royal Rumble 93 just to give you guys context for, you know, his Giant Gonzalez feud. 
because it definitely needs context. <laughs> and <laughs> if you just turn the match on, you see it, you're like, what? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I think we'll touch on uh, the first ever Monday Night Raw real quick yes. as well on that episode because The Undertaker happens to be in the main event of the first episode of the most important uh, television show in the history of WWE. So it's might as well uh, touch on that real quick. Uh, again, not not a significant in-ring encounter, but uh, an important part of Undertaker's history and, and WWE history. So uh, I think we'll touch base on that real quick on that next episode. But that'll be next week. Until then, uh, you can follow us on at TalkingTaker on Twitter. Uh, we've got the videos up, or the podcast up on YouTube. Uh, if you want to listen to them that way, you can also subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Dorio. You can follow... Uh, Travis White by going to his house and just looking through the window and follow him around. Uh, put a little tracker on his car, I guess. Uh, you can do that. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We love your feedback. We love your comments. We love your uh, commentary, your responses. Um, <laughs> trying to think of something funny to say about a coffin, but I can't think of it. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> nothing. <laughs> Tell us if you have ever uh, seen anyone that's been afraid of coffins before. Uh, yeah. Your experiences with that, or if you're afraid of them, uh, <laughs> just let us know. You have, uh, you know, phobia, whatever it is. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, let us know anything we messed up, anything we missed. Uh, give us your feedback. We'd love to hear about it. Um, anything else? I think that... Um... If Undertaker hadn't worked out, he could have gone into the uh, coffin building oh, business. Yeah. So, because he had blueprints and everything. Oh, he has he a was, whole. He's exceptional at it. Whole uh, shack for building them. Yeah, luck, I think he does it as a luck, side project. Yeah, luckily for him, this worked out though. Again, otherwise we wouldn't be here sitting here talking about this. So, again, thanks everybody for listening. Follow us, like like Alex said, and um, yeah, that's a wrap. Straight shoot, brother. Yes. Until next time. Rest in peace.